Right, so one of, the, one of the things in this very, very busy and action-packed Parsha that we have, from beginning to end, that there's, there's, there's so much in it, is the end. The end is, the end is pretty critical. The end is the war with Amalek. A war that every year we're sure, like, okay, we don't have to do this anymore because we poor them wiped it out somehow. It, they pop up again somehow. And this is, we, you know, we mentioned Amalek three times over the year. We, we mentioned it in Parshat Zachor before Purim. We mentioned it in Parshat Kitetzeh. And we mentioned it in Parshat Beshalach. So there's something going on here. But the nature of the way that this war is fought is very interesting. Just by reading what the words in the Torah say, it's a very, very strange thing. You would think that the leader of the Jewish people, like we see by David HaMelech, would be the one that goes out and he's in front. He's waging war. He's the sergeant. He's the captain. He is the one that's, that's, that's leading the whole thing. He's like what, what they call the, the Ramatkal, the uh, head of staff, chief of staff, right? But when it comes to the war of Amalek, Moshe Rabbeinu says, okay, uh, Yeshua, I'm going to do my thing here. Tzehi lachem ba'amalek. Yeshua, you go and you do this war. And the Mepharshim are trying to understand, how could it be that Moshe Rabbeinu is not the one that's leading this war? How could it be that he sends out Yeshua to take care of this? Seems very strange, seems very odd. He's the leader, he's the, the greatest Navi that ever was. He was the one that gives us the, give us the Torah. What, what else do we have to say, Moshe Rabbeinu, in terms of leadership? And Dafka here, at such a pivotal moment, it's like Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, okay, you go and do that, so let's, let's try to understand. I, I've heard this, I heard a shmuz based on what we're going to say right now from a very special young rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda Turetsky, a few years ago. And I, I, I just went into it deeper this year. So the Pasuk says that when, 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 um, when Yeshua was going to fight, it says, you know, Moshe Rabbeinu, was, was, his arms were up, and it says, V'yedei Moshek Vedim. His arms started to get heavy. So Rashi, on the place, seems to like, really give it to Moshe Rabbeinu. Rashi says there, B'shvil shenitatzel b'mitzvah, u'mana acher tachtav nitiakru yadav. Because Moshe Rabbeinu was... Literally, the word lazy, nitatzel. He said, you, do you do it, Yeshua? Therefore, he suffered, and his own hands started to become, like, pushed too heavy for him. How could, why would Rashi take a, take a strike at Moshe Rabbeinu like this? Is that really what the Torah is trying to tell us? That Moshe Rabbeinu was lazy with this mitzvah? So there's a, there's a famous maharal on this, and the maharal is saying, what are you talking about? We know already... We know there's a midrash on this that Moshe Rabbeinu knew exactly what he was doing when he took Yeshua to be the one to go and fight against Amalek. Why? Where does Yeshua come from? Ephraim. Ephraim comes from Yosef. Who's Amalek's real enemy? Who's the one that takes Amalek down? Kedushas Yisod, the tzaddik, Yosef at tzaddik. So Moshe Rabbeinu knew, he knew that if he points someone from one of the grandchildren of Yosef at tzaddik, that would be the best way to fight against Amalek. That's what the Midrash says. So the Maral says, okay, so Moshe Rabbeinu knew this, but even so, that was true. Maybe Moshe Rabbeinu, you should have gone right there where they were fighting and maybe fight next to him or whatnot. That's how the Maharal kind of explains how Rashi could come out, to Moshe Rabbeinu, come out on Moshe Rabbeinu pretty heavily. But I want to read you what the Ramban says, because the Ramban says something very, very... Uh, I personally tasted what the Ramban says to explain to us why Moshe Rabbeinu was not necessarily on the front lines of the war. This is very interesting. Listen to the words of the Ramban. 
Hatam Shitsiva Moshit Yoshua Lilachem Baamalek. The reason why Moshe Rabbeinu commanded Yoshua to go and fight Amalek, Ba'avushit Palel Benesiat Kapaim al Rosh Agiva. He wanted Moshe Rabbeinu went to the top of the mountain, looking over where they were fighting, and he would be davening there. From the place that Moshe Rabbeinu was going to go up and daven, he'd be, there'd be vision, there'd be sight of the battle. He'd see his, his Yidlach fighting. And he would basically put his eyes on them for the good. And it would basically, through his tefillah, by seeing his Yidin daven, uh, fighting so hard, this would cause Moshe Rabbeinu's davening to even go stronger. But it wasn't just one way, it was the other way too. But you know what? While they're fighting, they see their Rebbe davening for them. And the Ramban says that would give them all the strength in the world to get the job done. Why did I say I could personally taste this? Did I ever go to war and have like one of my Rebbeim like davening on that top of the mountain? Well, one, one year... I sent, well, every year, for many years, I send, uh, you know, my, my kvittel, like a, a pan, a nefesh. I send a kvittel to my Rebbe. And basically, right before the day, I have someone in the show there that, I think maybe you did it for me one year, many years ago, when you were there, Rosh Hashanah, where I basically write out my name, my wife's name, my children's names, and, and in recent years, you know, including all the chevra here and my parents, and writing it to my Rebbe, and I want him to have, my, you know, my names with him for Rosh Hashanah, to daven, to mention me what, during his prayers. So one year, a few, weeks, uh, a few weeks after Rosh Hashanah, I spoke to my Rebbe, and I said to him, did, tell me something, did he ever, did the person I, I sent the email to ever bring you my kvetel? What are you talking about? And he pulled it out from, from his drawer in his office. And he showed me, are you kidding me? This has been next to me. This has been with me since it was sent. And, and somehow, the moment that I, that, he, that I knew that he was, you know, the mafeb, that had me in mind, I, I somehow, I can't explain it, but it, 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 whatever, this, is, this totally took me to, a, to, to, to the next place. So the Ramban is saying, when, when, when it's not just that Moshe Rabbeinu was in a strategic spot that he saw, the Yidin fighting, and it'd be like, oh, I'm going to give a good Ayin Tov for them. The Ramban is saying it worked the other way too. Am Yisrael, we're fighting, and the Ramban says, they see Moshe Rabbeinu up on the Giva, Pores Kapav, and that was going to give them everything. So we have, the, we have what we saw with Rashi, then we have the Maharal and Rashi, and how that's Miyashev, and how it works out okay, and the Ramban Shita, but there's one last Shita, with the last thing we're going to say, and that's a, a piece from Reb Tzadokah Koyin that, that I saw from... From, uh, from this year I was telling you about. And, you know, Rav Tzadok Kain has many, many svarim. This one is called Resisei Laila. And Resisei Laila, Rav Tzadok Kain explains why Dafka, it was Yeshua and not Moshe Rabbeinu that fought the war with Amalek. It's true. Moshe Rabbeinu was the greatest in Chochmah. He was the greatest Navi. He was the greatest prophet. And he was great with, greatest with wisdom. But the Gemara and Brachas tells us this very interesting statement. And the Gemara and Brochas is something you all know already. Gdola shimusha shel Torah yoter mi limuda. That's already open for interpretation, what shimusha shel Torah means. But for the context we're going to say right now is that Rabbi Tzadok says shimush of Torah, we're going to see what that is in a second, is greater than the learning of Torah. 
Moshe Rabbeinu falls under the learning of Torah, the giving over of Torah. Shimusha shel Torah, says Reb Tzadik, is something else. This was Yeshua. Now we know from different places, Dorat Chazal, Yeshua was the one, he was, you know, in Parshas Pinchas, it explains to us when he was chosen to be the one, be the next leader. Quotes, the, quoting the Gemara, he was the one that was Misader, all this stuff, Salim and the Beis Midrash. He had this passion to always be involved in Dvarim Shebekdusha, and his passion knew no end. So Reb Tzadik says like this, listen to these words. Limud yesh lo gvul, ad kama humasig. When it comes to learning, once, okay, there's a, there are deeper realms of things, but at a certain point, once I learn a sugya and I know it, I know it, and then I move on. Avav hashimush is some mashu acher. Hashimush, hu hacheshek vehaahava, sheyesh la meshamesh, shemachmato hu meshamesh, umishtatel lehakim degel la ze ein lo gvul. But we know it doesn't have a gvul, passion. He says, Shimusha shel Torah is passion to always want to be around Torah, to always learn more, to always feel more and more connected, and to feel like I have a chilek in this, no matter what. He says, this is what resembled, this is what resembled Yeshua. What does Amalek attack us on? Passion. He injects the poison of Suffolk, putting a doubt in, is it even worth any of the things that you guys are doing? Moshe Rabbeinu understood, ah, this one who's, who's a Shimush of Taira, he's going to be the one that fights this enemy. And therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu knew what he, exactly what he was doing by saying, the enemy to fight Amalek is someone that has the Shimush of Torah, which is even greater than all the learning in the world. So we should be privileged, please God, to be to be shtikl, to be Tamidim of Moshe Rabbeinu, but also Tamidim of Yeshua, and have the passion of Shimush of Torah continue to guide us and look in the straight in the face of doubt and say, you got nothing on me, I'm a passionate Yid, and nothing can ever stop me.